Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Today's session is going to be a good old fitness booster. What we're going to do is three 11 minute intervals with one minute rest in between. And we're going to do them at 18 strokes a minute, then 22 and then 18 strokes per minute again. And pace wise, what that means is we're going to start off at 2k plus 20 pace. Then we're going to jump up to 2k plus 16 for the 22 strokes a minute and then back down to 2k plus 20 pace again. If you don't know what I mean by 2k pace, then please check out the description to this video. But basically you row a two kilometer time trial, divide your result by four, and that is your 2k training pace. That's very quick. You might want to read the description. Anyway, so today's just going to be a good old fit fitness boosting row, so you're going to be able to just get through this, work on technique, just get your heart rate up a little bit, you'll burn some calories, you'll get better uh, recovery out of this kind of a row, ready to then go into something tougher the next day, which if you're on the 10k plan is what's in store, but you don't have to be doing the 10k plan in order to get any benefit out of today's row. I almost said benefit then, benefit. Anyway, let's get into our four minute warm up. Now, as always, we start off by setting up our machine. Go to your drag factor first, which is controlled by the lever on the side of a Concept 2. Or if you're in some kind of other machine, then just set your resistance or weight of the machine so you get a nice good kind of weight from it. But it doesn't feel as though you're having to heave this massive ship, okay? Should be able to get the power from the legs and not have to use your back. Next up, go to your monitor and set it to eye heights. You're not looking up and you're not looking down. And finally, set your foot straps to a point where they allow you to get forward to the front of the machine with your shins pointing vertically. Mostly what that's going to mean is if you're in shoes, the strap will cover around about the bottom lace of your shoe. But really what you're looking at is it to cover the balls of your feet. If you feel that it's quite high up over the kind of the bony higher part of your foot, then try dropping the foot stretcher down a notch. See if that helps you get into those vertical shin positions. <sighs> you ready for this? Crikey, I'm talking, I'm talking. So four minute warm up we're going to do this at 18 strokes per minute and the power is going to be just the same as if you were doing a body weight squat okay so you're going to start off not that powerful because we're going to start the first minute just working on our timing and then we'll add in a little bit more power all right sit all in one breath what am i doing today anyway get comfortable four minute warm up in three two one let's go right so what i mean by timing Hopefully you've heard me do the spiel before already, but just in case. The timing I want you to think about is between when you push into the machine with your feet, which is where the power from your stroke comes from, and then when your handle picks up the flywheel or the water wheel or whatever you're using. And what you want is for that push with the feet and the pickup of the handle to happen at exactly the same time. Okay? To earlier push with the legs and your butt will scoot out from under you. You might hear the seat slide before you take it. And then if you were to pull too soon on the handle, then you'll feel that as well. So just try and get that timing right. Pushing with the feet as you pick up the flywheel. And now you can start adding in a little bit more power. Get up closer to the 2K plus 20 pace. 
which is a good warm-up pace but it's also how fast we'll be rowing two of today's intervals which is enough to just get your heart rate up your breathing rate will increase but you're not going to get worn out and tired from today's session because you use it as a recovery after a tough one and before another tough one okay one more stroke and let's put one foot on the ground and continue to row with one foot still strapped in still give a good old solid push from the one that's in still think about that timing and then don't worry if you slow down by 10 seconds or so you've only got one leg in you can't expect to be going just as fast swap feet carry on rolling with the other foot and maybe take a look here at your pace are you rowing particularly slower with the other foot in? So that may show some kind of imbalance between your legs. Maybe one's stronger than the other. Okay, both feet in, legs straight, and then just row with your back and arms. Swing over your hips and then pull in the handle. So you pick up the flywheel with your back first and then you pull in the handle and then you release the handle and swing over your back it's a really important part of the stroke both sides of it handle away over the knees swing over now let's slide to the front of the machine with straight arms forward lean and press out from the front you don't have to be too powerful here I want you to try and hold this forward lean and straight arms and then work on the timing as your feet press and you pick up the handle so this is about a timing routine it's not about power here so if you push too hard you're going to swing your back I want you to hold this position last stroke right warm up is done you keep on moving up and down the rail have a quick drink and I'll fly through today's session one more time. Okay then, so today's session is going to be three 11 minute intervals with one minute rest in between. You're going to do the first of these at 18 strokes per minute and at 2k plus 20 pace. Then you're going to go up to 22 strokes a minute and 2k plus 16. And then we're going to go back down to the 18 strokes a minute and 2k plus 20. Now from an effort level point of view, the 18 strokes a minute are going to be around about 5 out of 10. The 22 strokes a minute, you're probably maybe between 6 and 7 out of 10. And then you're going to be back down to 5 out of 10 for the 18 strokes a minute, okay? And speech-wise, well, you should probably be able to speak the whole way through this workout. Those 22s might get a little bit tougher. You might be leading another person to talk back to you a bit more so you can get your breathing in, but you should be fine, okay? Like I say, this is gonna be that kind of slower level, lower heart rate, lower intensity in order to let you recover and burn some calories. And who doesn't wanna do that, eh? Especially the recovery part. Okay, so our first interval is at 18 strokes per minute and at 2K plus 20 pace, okay? So follow me on the video for stroke rate or on the podcast. You should be able to listen to the whoosh of my flywheel, okay? Here we go in three, two, 
one. Let's go. Oh, right. So it's one stroke every 3.3333333 seconds. But I tend to do it. I'm on the 10 second marker and then just as it passes seven and then just as it's about to leave three on my monitor. And that's what keeps me kind of locked into the stroke rate. There is a trick to eventually just holding the right rhythm for stroke rate. But when you first start, And I mean, not first start as when you first start your rowing career, but literally first start any session like now. If you can use the monitor ticking down to help you find that groove, then it can then lock in for the rest of the session or the rest of the interval. Because that's what this is all about. It's all about groove. It's all about flow and that's the real value of these lower rate rows is that they give you the space to develop your flow and your groove and trust me something really nice about being able to almost meditate and switch off once you find that metronomic flowing rhythm. Hard to do when you've got a yabbering Scotsman in your ear, of course, but you know, songs and roundabouts. <laughs> but I think when it comes to longer rows, like doing a half marathon or even a 60 minute but say a 60 or half marathon or then a marathon there is a real element of that meditative effect of finding a flow that doesn't stutter through the stages I've often said that the transition from the various body angles and phases of the stroke is like Tai Chi in terms of that flow and maybe that's where this meditative idea comes out where if you're able to flow and groove from stroke to stroke you can really switch off let your body take over but that said you have to get the mechanics right in order to be able to create that flow and that's all about getting your body angles correct as you start the stroke, as you 
put in the power and then as you recover and that's how everything flows into itself because you'll notice I'm not stuttering I'm not stopping at any point I'm not jerking at any stage with the handle or the recovery or the drive it's all about smooth transitions through the stroke and one of the biggest parts of that is what you're doing with your back that really does control this flow and momentum so make sure as you come into the front of the machine you have a forward tilt over your hips so you are pointing in to the front of the machine to a one o'clock position on the clock face and then you hold that angle as you drive as you start the stroke which is often the most difficult people thing sorry most difficult thing for people to grasp is holding that forward lean and then once you're about halfway through the stroke your back swings over your hips from that forward tilt into a backward tilt and that swing adds in a whole bunch of power to your stroke that if you're the type to swing before you start the drive you're losing so much power so really concentrate on holding that forward lean as you initiate the drive and then add in the backswing often it's a good idea to either put a mirror angled so you can see how you're rowing side on it's quite tough often you need two mirrors for that or just stick up a video camera and film yourself side on like how I do my these videos and then come back and watch it see what your back's doing I used to have a camera pointed at me and then my projector would overlay it or, or project it let's not get too fancy <laughs> onto the wall in front of me so I could see in real time that side on view of what I was doing I think it helped but 
I'm still spending a lot of time trying to get into that position and holding it. Most of the time it's a concentration thing. I lose concentration <laughs> like a toddler <laughs> sometimes. Oh, something shiny. <laughs> and forget about it. In many ways, it's one of the downsides to filming all my training sessions to use as roll-alongs is that I'm so busy talking to you that it kind of breaks my concentration for stroke technique. However, I actually think that if I can concentrate on technique from a subconscious level while talking to you on a conscious level, then maybe I'm shortcutting that grinding into my brain. Maybe the, the myelin, the conduit material between your synapses, synapses. Maybe I've got a shortcut to them because I'm trying to concentrate and talk at the same time. To be honest, just add in chewing a piece of gum and I'd fall off the machine. And it means I can talk and row at the same time, let alone think about technique and what to say to you. I know this has been quite a light touch for technique. So if you're new to these workouts, don't worry. I'm just taking it slow today. Try not to unpack the entire, this is how to row in the first interval. So we'll talk about it more in the next interval. But in the meantime, we've only got six more strokes to go. And then we're done with this one. And then we get a one minute break just to let the heart rate calm down a bit. Keep it on the lower side and give you a chance for a wee drink and to rest your wee bottom. So start with that, have a little bit of a wiggle, lift your seat off the seat so that the, your sit bones aren't squashing exactly the same part of your glutes, which often is why after 10 minutes or so your bottom starts to get sore. It's just because your sit bones are squishing or that same little part of your glutes which are like, oh, stop it, stop it. So if you have a wee wiggle, do a little shuffle, do a truffle shuffle on your seat. It just relieves that pressure. Right, 10 seconds to go, that was quick, wasn't it? Oi. Six seconds to go, and I'm up to 22 this time. Three, two, 
one, go. So a little bit faster stroke rate. And 2K plus 16 pace. Now you'll notice, although you're four, four strokes a minute faster, hopefully it doesn't seem ridiculously fast compared to what you were just rowing. All you need to do is increase the amount of push that's coming out of your legs and that should give you a faster drive phase of the stroke and then if you just think about getting the handle away from you at the same pace that you're bringing it in to your chest at that should trigger the recovery at the right pace to keep your stroke rate up ideally what you're looking for is a two to one ratio of recovery to drive so you drive and recover for two drive for one recover for two it's a lot easier to work on that at 20 strokes per minute because you can literally drive for one second and recover for two but at 22 you're slightly under that but the point being the fastest part of your stroke should be the drive and then the slowest part naturally would be where you'd want it to be which is when you're recovering which is one of the reasons that I suggest you get out of the habit of pausing some people will pause at the end of the stroke and then race forwards and therefore because of that racing forwards you are not using the recovery section of the stroke to recover that hold at the back of the stroke you're using muscles under tension to hold you there which tires you out and then in order to fly back up the rail again you are tugging on the foot straps using muscles you don't need to tiring yourself out so remember the recovery portion of the stroke it's called the recovery for good reason
use it that way. But that recovery is assisted by getting your sequencing right, which when your stroke rate gets higher, gets more and more important. You can kind of fudge a poor recovery and stroke technique up to about 26 strokes a minute. But once you get to 28 and above, if your recovery sequence isn't helping your stroke rate, you're really going to tell. And that's more often than not the cause of when people get in touch and say, I just can't keep the rate up. It's usually the recovery that's the problem, not the drive. And so what I mean is that as you finish the stroke, you pull the handle into your chest, but then in the same rhythm, you pop it back out again. So in, out, in, out, nice and fluid. Remember what I said about Tai Chi and flow. Get that handle away smoothly and then use that momentum of your arms going forwards to be what triggers this lean back over your hips into that one o'clock position again because remember you have to get back into this forward lean again in order to go from forwards backwards forwards backwards forwards backwards forwards backwards see you can even tell by how I was calling that out how long you spend in this forward tilt so forwards backwards forwards backwards forwards backwards forwards you really are spending two-thirds of your stroke in a forward lean almost so hands away triggers that forward tilt and then once your hands are past your knees and you're in that forward tilt all you need to do is bend your knees and you will effortlessly slide 
towards the front of the machine without needing to do any kind of weird pull on the foot straps or kind of oh <laughs> trying to do a roly-poly to the front of the machine and so because you are using momentum and rhythm that stems from your drive phase this is how your stroke rate gets helped by your recovery as well as the drive portion of the stroke Okay, two minutes to go. And the last thing to say, just because I spoke about it in the rest period, from the last thing we'll talk about more, but before we finish this interval, it's posture, okay? Remember I said that you should be up on your sit bones when you're rowing and that's why you might get a sore bottom well you have to be in your sit bones to be in your sit bones so as you come forwards in that forward lean you want a powerful posture up on your sit bones braced core powerful back hips tilted forwards and shoulders past your hips and that gets you in the perfect position for the drive from the legs and lets the power flow through you and then at the back of the stroke you still want your sit bones connected but understandably your hip tilt goes back a bit but the important part is don't collapse your tailbone underneath you keep powerful with a braced core your stomach should activate at the back of the stroke one more stroke Whew. Good job. Do a wee shuffle with your bottom. Have a wee drink. Everything's wee today. Here's your wee row. How more Scottish can I get? Oh, wee sleekit. Timorous beastie. That's all I know from Burns. <laughs> Don't worry. So heart rate was up 80% which is effectively 75% for me because I lose 5% just because I'm talking to you so now we're back down to 18 strokes a minute and I'm going to do this one with my feet out of the straps to prove to you you don't need to use the straps to pull yourself back and forwards okay six five four three two 
One. Go. <laughs> It'd be funny if I flew right off the back of the machine on that first stroke. Hmm. But yeah, so I said in the last one about the recovery phase, how you don't use the straps to pull yourself towards the front of the machine. You use the momentum of your arms away and your forward tilt. And so that's why rowing with your feet out the straps is a really good exercise because it teaches you how to do well it gives you the space to need to be able to do this because if you're used to just pulling on the straps when you get to here you're like I'm lost got no way to get yourself back to the front of the machine again so if you have that good posture with a braced core at the back of the stroke all you need to do is hands away rock over and bend your knees and you will effortlessly slide to the front of the machine and you will already be in that forward tilt ready for the stroke so then you have to think about how far to slide forwards and that's where remember before the warm-up when we were setting up the machine I said you want to be able to get to a point where your shins point vertically well there's a reason for that because that's how far you slide if you can't get to that position then take a quick look at your foot stretcher height make sure the strap is coming over the balls of your foot rather than over the arch of your foot and if it is just drop it a notch see if that helps or it could well be flexibility that you just can't get into that position which is fine but what you need to do is work on your flexibility in order to allow you to get into that position and don't worry if your heels come off the foot plate very slightly to get into a vertical position with your shins very slightly is okay but if your feet end up parallel to the <laughs> to the chain <laughs> because 
your heels are so high up off the foot plate, that's not good. You're likely to have a massive power leak when it comes to actually taking the drive of the stroke. Which we should really talk about in the closing stages of this row. So we've spoken about shins, vertical, forward lean. And then the last part of this, again, goes back to the warm up. Straight arms. So nice straight arms, loose as you come in, and then brace against the handle with an open palm, fingers hooked. There we go, Scottish. Hooked, I tell you, they're hooked over the handle. I'm gonna go hook a fish. Fingers hooked over the handle, which helps with the power. Gives you a tiny wee bit, bit more length as well. And then you push into the foot plates with your feet as if pushing the machine away from you. So think about that. Don't think about pushing yourself backwards. Think about pushing the machine away from you. Which has been you want to hold those arms straight alongside your forward lean it does really help to think about pushing the machine away from you and then good old proper push with the legs if you get your positioning right should almost feel like you are hanging off the handle as the power from your legs goes into the handle and you're not fighting it by bending your arms too soon or swinging your back too soon so you hang off the handle until halfway and then you swing your back over your hips and finish strong with a handle. Handle comes in around about sternum height, or in my case, that makes a heart rate monitor height, which is a good test for my new Power Labs heart rate transmitter. Will it withstand? the battering it gets with the handle clicking off it a few hundred times every session but finish nice and strong squeeze your shoulder blades together send your elbows through your sides a small flare out of the elbows is fine if it keeps your wrists nice and flat for that power transfer but I don't recommend 
chicken wings where you really come out to the side because it shifts the power into your smaller muscles instead of your bigger muscles in your back and then last thing to say is to make sure to get your legs all the way down before your back and arms finish and that way you know that all of the power from your legs has gone into the machine because if you are the type who tugs on the foot strap at the back of the stroke chances are what you're doing is slowing yourself down at the back of the stroke because you've got a whole bunch of momentum going backwards that you're not putting in to the machine wasting power so get those legs down then come in to a finish with your back and arms and that way you'll know that the power you have available is all going into the machine and you're not just wasting it somehow which my biggest issue is the transition between the slide forwards and the drive back where I have a tiny pause sometimes and my butt goes scooting backwards before I've connected to the flywheel which is why that's why we spend so much time concentrating on that in the warm-up is to get that timing right of coming forwards and turn it around without a pause come on that was better come on ah. anyway with only five more strokes to go I'm going to get much training for that but hey at least I see when I get it right my pace goes right up Woohoo! and that's it that's today's session done we'll do a quick warm up don't worry but that's it so you should be I mean I'm nice and moist sometimes a terrible word that one I'm nice and I have perspired throughout the course of that workout breathing's up heart rate is at 153 which is I think 68% so I've been I'm guessing 70 when I finished that so yeah so it's one that works hard but if I was to suddenly say to you let's do a fourth you should be perfectly fine to to still be able to do a fourth you might be like oh hang on this is going to tip me over the energy into energy debt but you should be perfectly fine you shouldn't be tired 
and worn out after that. You should just be like, that was a good workout. You shouldn't. You also shouldn't feel, I really need to do something else. I don't. I don't think I got a workout from that. I hope not. I mean, let me know how you got on. Is what I'd say. Right. <laughs> I'll shut up. Here we go then. So cool down. Two minutes long. And we're going to start in three, two, one. Now, uh, this is going to be at uh, 18 strokes a minute again. And your power, around about 2k plus 30. This is what I suggest. But you, of course, cool down how you want to cool down. Nothing to say, just because I say 18 strokes a minute and 2k plus 30. But that's what's best for you. Maybe you want to go slower. I don't recommend going much faster. The point here is you're meant to be cooling down. Just letting those muscles ease off. Invite your muscles to go into a happy place. Getting all hippie on you. I was watching, Julie's currently doing a 30 day yoga thing with uh, yoga instructor Adrian, Adrienne. But she seems to have a lot of followers and a lovely dog called Benji. That's how much I know from it, but I was in the room yesterday reading while Julie was doing it. And this Adrian was just going into this all, oh, let your meditation be your gut. And I mean, I was sold, very calming. It's like, don't, don't worry about the errors. The errors are what you are. And you're working to improve. But it doesn't matter if you don't, because that's who you are. It's the same with a lot of this stuff. You may not be comfortable at 18 strokes a minute. That's okay. Accept it. It's who you are. And you're working to improve it. But no negativity needs to come in if you're not managing to improve. <clears throat> yeah, I think actually, this, this she, the yoga Adrian thing, thing, that's not very nice. It's similar to me where she's got all of these videos on YouTube for free for people to just do. She just gives them, gives them away. The difference is I think she then actually does have a pay. You can then get plans and stuff without you pay for, for them, which you don't for me, but hey. She's more of a professional than me. I'd like to see her on a rowing machine. Although, you wouldn't want to see me on a yoga mat. <laughs> anyway. But her dog Benji's very cute. Anyway, so, uh, I've gone off piste. I hope you enjoyed the session. It should have been a good proper, just a good workout. Like, ah, oh, I've got 40 minutes spare today. What should I do? That's a really good one to do, okay? That's going to really energize you from a fitness point of view. It's going to help you recover. It's Like I say, it's going to burn those calories if you're looking for a kind of a fat-burning workout. Um... I mean, any workout burns calories, okay? Let's unwrap that myth. If you do a high-intensity uh, high interval training session, you do one of these, you can basically burn the same amount of calories as long as you weigh, weigh them up. You get your thermogenic effect at the end of a high-intensity interval workout where your body carries on burning calories. But whether you do a 40-minute long row or like a 10-minute fast burst one, if you do them at the right intensity, you burn the same amount of calories. So there is no such thing as a fat burning like a row that's, this one's designed to burn fat. No, shut up. <laughs> Every row is designed to burn uh, calories, okay? Um, so yeah, just literally your body has to use energy to do stuff. So stop it. 
I'm actually going to at one point do a video about this because I, it irritates me every time I see the headlines saying fat burning row. I know I use them as a kind of like a, I say burn some calories and stuff, but I don't say that this one's going to, I think that's just clickbait. Oh, I'm ranting. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this. <laughs> um, session five is going to be, if you're on the 10k plan, it's going to be back to a slightly harder one. Obviously not the top tier one of the week, but it's the good one to finish off the week. If you're not on the 10k plan, really don't worry. Just, just listen to me going wah, 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 as I talk about the 10k plan, because it doesn't matter. This workout was just as useful for you whether you're doing it as a 10k plan or whether you're doing it as a standalone so don't worry about it but for those that are doing it then week two session five is going to be just a little bit harder to finish off the week um, then you can get a rest day and then week three session one will be that kind of same intensity again so your rest day in the middle is what lets you recover rather than it being a bottom tier workout like this which lets you recover between sessions do you follow me there is honestly there's there's rhyme and reason to what i do it's not it's not all made up it's not just all up here i mean what i say is all made up Pfft just kind of goes out of my mouth through the row. So that's why I never shut up at the end, which is exactly what I'll do. So what shall we have as a hashtag? Because I like to leave a hashtag for you to leave with a comment. So I know you got this far through the video. Um, and today's hashtag, what did I talk about most? Or what did I, I mean, I don't want to rant about fat burning because that's just wrong. Um, I know, best one to do, because this will really confuse people. Yoga with Adrienne. So I think it's A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E, -N -N -E, I think. Or just search for her on YouTube anyway and just say, hey, I found you through Rollong. That'd be funny, wouldn't it? <gasps> yeah, do that. Anyway, there we, there we go. <laughs> Thank you so much for putting up with me. I really do appreciate you uh, putting up with me and watching these and leaving me comments. Um, hopefully we have fun together. We row together. That's the whole point of this, okay? It's that I'm, I, I think I'm entertaining. I think you enjoy these. So hopefully you do, because otherwise that's quite tragic, isn't it? <laughs> Hashtag tragedy. Anyway, no, 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 no. Yoga with Adrian. So, right, have a great day. Please look after yourselves. Stay safe. Be well. Bye-bye.